This time loop thing. How did you get out of it? Oh, I simply boosted the circuits and broke free. You came back of your own accord? Well, I... Doctor? No. No, I'm afraid not. Now, obviously, the Time Lords have programmed the TARDIS always to return to Earth. It seems that I'm some kind of a galactic yo-yo. Welcome to Galactic Yo-Yo, the podcast where Doctor Who fans share their unpopular opinions of the world and I have to deal with them. I'm walking home to my flat where I'm going to edit this week's uh, episode review of Orphan 55. Uh, I'm not looking forward to editing it because we were very naughty and said lots of filthy things while, uh, while we were recording it. So uh, it's going to be a laborious edit. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. It's all it's all part and parcel of um, the podcast making machine. I was joined uh, on the, on the, this week's episode uh, by Connor Johnston and Sarah Garnham. Um, Connor wasn't so into the story, whereas Sarah and I were a little warmer on it, which uh, which was nice because we got a little bit of healthy debate in there. I'm not absolutely confirmed yet on who will be joining me next week, uh, so I won't, uh, I won't reveal my plans just yet. But in the meantime, um, I think that is all the admin uh, over. I'm now crossing a, a very, very busy and dangerous road. I think that is uh, all the admin over. Uh, so without further ado, please enjoy my review of Orphan 55 with Sarah Garnham and Connor Johnston. I want to lead with talking about the good stuff. Okay. Which can be difficult for Connor because he hated the episode. I didn't (laughs) hate it. (laughs) It's just so hard for me to like it. You didn't like it at all. I there are bits that I really really loved, but I I'm too distracted. Every time I try to think about the things I love, I'm like, ah, the rest of the episode, the entire like, no 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 no. Sensing some yeah. very negative energy. So <laughs> I'm here with um, with my friends uh, Connor Johnston and Sarah Garnham, who last teamed up for my Doctor Who Snog Marry Avoid episode, <laughs> which is still <laughs> the best episode I've ever made. Sorry, oh. sorry, Crystal D. Um, <laughs> it is my best episode. Uh, <laughs> I am not going to back down on that one. Um, can I put that on my CV? Like you can put it on outrank Crystal D. I'm you are very out. welcome to put that on your CV. Um, we're here to talk about. Orphan Fifty Five, which Festival was the which was episode three of um of Doctor Who series twelve. It, although it felt like episode two, yeah, mm. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's that thing when you start the season with a two parter, but also because like it's so close together. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also like the Curse of the Black Spot feels like episode two of series six to me. I don't remember that. I don't so characterize yeah, that yeah, as I episode three. Intentionally, you yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's bad. bad. Yeah. Um, but we're not here to talk about Curse of the Black Spot. We're here to talk about Orphan 55. Okay. Um, Sarah and I, I, I feel I liked it more than Connor. We'll yeah. start with... T- I'm, I'm going to start by asking Sarah. 
what your overall feelings about the story were. I thought it was fine. I thought it was a fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fine six out of ten mm-hmm. story. I think I feel the same. Yeah. Like uh, w- with some things I really like. Yeah, but I wouldn't rush to rewatch. No, it's not going to be one I go back to a lot. No, definitely not. No, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I think I enjoyed it while it was happening. I was quite shocked when I went on Twitter afterwards and saw a lot of the negativity. Yeah. I, w- it was, I was a bit like, huh? But I think maybe people responded to it in a similar way that they responded to the Saranga conundrum. Because it's kind of a, last year, because it's a kind yeah. of a similar kind of bloated, messy story. Except I preferred this one to Saranga conundrum because it is, it's at least about something. Yep. Whereas this Saranga mm-hmm. conundrum d- didn't appear to be about anything. Didn't appear to have a, a, a connecting theme, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which is why this one, however clumsy the the unifying theme was, which we'll get to later. No, yeah. It at least it had a point. To no, it. yeah, I agree. Uh, I enjoyed all the running around. Yeah, it was exciting. Very tenth Doctor, like uh-huh. lots of things happening all the time. For sure, people splitting up, mm-hmm. like that. Good. <laughs> There were a lot of characters uh, in <laughs> yeah, a bit too Orphan Pretty There were too many. Yeah. I guess, though, let's begin just by having a rundown of the different characters. So okay. we've got the, m- the the people we later find out are mother and daughter. Mm. Trixabel and Kane? Kane. Kane? Kane. 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 I think it's Biblical. famously a men's name, but she's she's called that. Yeah. Uh, Kane and Trixabel. What do we think? Um, this is open to both of you. Uh, why? Um, uh, <laughs> why what? Why? Why? Like, there's no point to them in the story. They're, I would actually say, of all the guest characters, Kane. they're the people whose whose backstories are the most important to the over- overall story. I would yeah. say that is wrong. Why? Oh. Because there's just like take them out and take them out, and where's the conflict? I mean, the hotel is already under attack. I understand that there, there's, you know, the narrative value in place in having um, a, a character take down the defense systems and, and mm-hmm. introduce yeah. but the thing is that idea is never really realized or explained with any merit right um and it was a bit is very very avoidable True. if the systems fail as they do mm-hmm. um i think that it's a cheap shot um it just it, it felt cheap it felt like their their actual relationship is not mm-hmm. given any time or or screen time to develop they probably have what three lines of dialogue to each other yeah given the fact that that their big emotional crux of true, the episode true. relies on their relationship and they don't talk about it and or that's maybe break a, it down that's maybe a time thing kind mm. of down to the fact that we have so many characters yeah i, I have mean a conspiracy about that one thing there is yeah we've got a conspiracy but yeah i think <laughs> the, the the unifying one of the unifying themes of the story aside from the climate change thing that we'll get to later is parenthood yeah. in a way because you've got you've got that pair of characters you've got um uh jay from the in-betweeners and his son yeah um and he's obviously Roger not the from best. his dark materials is that who that is yeah, yeah. okay little, the little kid right um i, I had no knowledge of that mm. um there's obviously a theme of kind of absent running father after maybe and that ryan. yeah uh yeah. and then you've got uh, ryan and ryan and graham yeah. it was it there's a kind of theme of parenthood no put them in the bin as well <laughs> graham and ryan no no the the father and son engineer i mean mm. they uh, they uh, yeah. they did add very little i yeah. I, I liked them as characters mm. yeah 
That looked um, cool. I think James Buckley's always funny. Always funny. And I liked I liked the the child actor was good. Yeah. Um, with great. what little material he was given. Um but They got dreadful wigs though. Yeah, I, and I thought Off putting. Oh, that the wigs are gonna be wigs in the context of the story. But then I watched it and it seemed like that's supposed to be their hair. Yeah. <laughs> the There's even a line about it. Yeah. As green as, green as, the, as the hair, hair on our heads. heads. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe they dyed their hair? No. That kid does not have hair like that. No, no. <laughs> as in, like, in, in universe. As opposed oh, to the, the, them being a kind of human or kind of species that's born with green hair. One of know. my, like, more consistent criticisms of, like, visually Chibnall's Who so far mm-hmm. yeah. is that none of the aliens that are not monsters ever look like aliens. You know, it's so Australia. easy to do with makeup and prosthetics it, to the point of series 10, just even painting someone blue yep, in yep. all of series 11, you know, you've got episodes like Saranga Conundrum or, um, uh, the ghost monument, mm-hmm. all of which introduce these alien creatures yep. that look ridiculously just plain and bland human visually, uh, you know? So I, I feel like it's almost an attempt to be like, Oh, let's, you know, Let's make him look a bit spacey, but it's just so bad, well, and and that's yeah. consistent as well with well, with hyphen say as well. A similar thing with hyphen. Hyphen. Oh, with the three. Hyphen. Yeah. Again, <laughs> hyphen. I wasn't really seeing where she fit in. It seemed like you could have folded her character into into James Buckley's character. Yeah. And it would have worked fine. Uh, they had that really long thing about how you spell the name at the beginning. It's very clear that you just replace the e with a three. Yeah. Yep. There's um, no ambiguity about where the three goes in that name. But it's funny, guys. How would you pronounce that, Connor? Uh, if you <laughs> saw it written down as maybe a cinema chain. <laughs> <laughs> For context, I cannot understand why UK cinema chains are called what they are. So um, that that is where Apart Sarah's from House. is. Apart from Picture House, that's a nice, that's a clear Straight one. Straight to the point. But but Vu and Sign World, I don't. Um, uh, but Connor, what's what's the name for a six-sided shape? Hexagon. <laughs> and what's that book chain uh, called? Waterstones. <laughs> <laughs> so Australian. This is Absolutely podcast great. bullying. It is. This is Gold podcast is what bullying. It is, Connor Johnston. Um, sorry, you were making a point. I I write I write threes as backwards e's, so I felt like that joke was lost on me anyway, because my e's are already backward threes. So I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I'll dig that. It was just judging how rushed a lot of it seemed. I was like, why was there this really long bit? Like, where does the three come? Yeah, <laughs> we, <laughs> so we've, not, we've not finished with the characters yet. No. So we've got... Oh, okay, you're going to... We're going to go... We're going to carry There are 78 off. of them. Well, we've yeah. got... There's, there's... Is it... Was it... Vorm? Vaughn? What? Vilma? I don't no, even know no, who no, you're no, talking no. about now. Who are we so talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, the security dude. security oh. mate. Another one that Vorm? was there. Who... Gumboy. They were obsessed with. Was he called Vorm? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that tells you everything I mean, you need to know I mean, about his presence in the episode. I get, I, like, yeah. I get why they needed him as a bit of Near muscle. The beginning. Did do did we? Did we need Connor? Him? I don't need your negativity right now, my I'm not trying. I'm really. To be tr- I'm trying my hardest. Okay. Last week I had to battle with Kath and Johnny about Spy Four. I don't need this from a real Doctor Who fan. Okay. Um, we also had Benny and was it Vilma? Mm. The old lady. 
Her performance I was mean, very weird, wasn't her it? Her performance was dreadful. Did they drag her in off the street? <laughs> I, 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 no, <laughs> I think she's a. I think she's a uh, a pretty famous actor. Has she, she ever acted a day in her life? She's no, no, she, she actually is. wasn't she's in the initial script. She lost her husband and she wandered into set, mm. and they just rolled with it. No, no, no. And no. she was looking for him the entire time, Guys, and they just rolled into gonna, the script. You're gonna bag in your face here because okay, um, she is called uh, Julia Foster. Okay, what's she been in? And she. Has had an extended career. If you tell me she's won an Oscar, I'm going to just leave. <laughs> <laughs> she's not. She don't want an Oscar. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> <laughs> she's in. So <laughs> she's in such films as Half a Sixpence. Oh yes, my the God. classic. Um, <laughs> and uh, the Dad's Army film from what, 2016. The new one. The new one with Dreadful. Terry Jones. What was, no. what was her name again? She's been in television stuff such as Holby City. Yeah, as long as everyone else. <laughs> Guys, even I've probably been yeah, in casualty I mean, at, at this point. Right. Like, that's not <laughs> that's not a, that's not an acting credit. She's if anything, that works theater. against she's an She's done a lot of theatre. Yeah, of course she has. Good for her. Yeah. She's got the. She's got, she projects I, well. No, 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 no. She's got that theatre projection she, from she the did, diaphragm. She did something that guest actors often do in Doctor, or, or do from time to time. Doctor, whereas where where they think they're in a children's program, yeah. rather than a family 100%, program. So she yeah, did a children's performance. But so that in a way it's not her, it's the director. Yeah. Not going, Oh no, you kinda got the wrong end of the stick. This is you for adults and vibes. children. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think I feel like she misunderstood. She just needs to retire, love. Like Whoa. I mean, ageism, ageism. No, not at all. I, d I just don't need that again. <laughs> okay. I've liked you know, the number of memes that have occurred based on her performance. Has that been yes. memes? I've not seen Oh, yeah. What what I can say for her character is at least she was memorable. Yeah, exactly. Unlike yeah. all of the others. <laughs> and I... I, I you know I'm what, sorry, I'm, I'm really trying. Out I like Trixabel. I liked her performance, the actor. Yeah. And yeah, I liked I liked the thing she had going on with Ryan, although Ryan is like a dog on heat this season. <laughs> he's He's got the hots for Yaz's sister yeah. and seemingly Yaz. Yeah. And also, um, and also this new gal, Trixabel. I mean, why not? Just you know, do you think he's going to end up with someone by the end of the season? Are they going down like a love plot? Like, is is his subplot that he's looking for love, mm. or do you think it's just? I mean, he ain't got much else going on, has he? Must be rude. He works in yeah, what, a warehouse or something. Right. He also goes on regular adventures through time and space. Yeah, yeah but know, you wouldn't but think it, would you? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't click. It is a bit like. <laughs> It, it's kind of the fact that he still works in the warehouse, yeah, that, and he clearly hates it. So yeah. you don't have to. W why is the doctor making him continue to work in a warehouse? I don't. Why is she not helping him out? I don't. Like, know. why did they have the to do that weird thing where they were like, oh, "I'm having traveling, yeah, going on convent. Oh like no, I, I like I that. Kind of, I kind of get why Yaz wants to remain in the police. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's I got a, like a career and she enjoys. <laughs> and I'm not and I'm a warehouse worker is not a career. No, no, but I'm Ryan. not turning I'm not turning my nose up at working in a warehouse by any means. No, but, but he doesn't like he it. He doesn't like it. He yeah. said that in the story. So you know, the doctor's able to f um mock up these succumbent forms yeah. for Yaz. Why can't she um 
you know, get Ryan a, a job that he enjoys. I don't think he's still working in a warehouse. I he, think that's just his, no, his no, most he, recent... He told Trixabel that he works in a warehouse. Yeah, he, he also told Trixabel that, you know, he, he had a, a personality. And oh! No but, he, no, no, but he told her that he uh, works in a warehouse for me after that, she'd uncovered his lying. Yeah. That, that so. still sounded like most recent, because you don't want to be like, I okay. travel in time and space. And Maybe, I believe that. Yeah, plus also that. on all of the Doctor Who socials, Ryan's been introduced as an ex-warehouse worker. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so I haven't noticed that. Read into that. What haven't been, ki- haven't been right. keeping an eye on that. Maybe foreshadow. Maybe we're going to get a whole ex-warehouse plot. Where were we, though? Back to the Back memes. to the characters. Back Are there to more the characters? The memes. Oh, you were talking about the memes, yeah. 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 What's your favourite? Benny? Yeah. Oh, did you see that? They, count, they counted the number of times that she said oh, it did and, they? and put it in one little Benny? clip. <laughs> it's really funny. On Dr. Official? No. Oh. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I it's nice to have a sense of humour about yourself, isn't it? So. My, yeah. my favourite was uh, when I get to the club and I've had too many to drink and it's her when she gives herself up and she's like, over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like that. I need to look for some of those. I'm also loving all the uh, all the memes about the monsters, but I don't know if we're into that conversation. We'll get to that later. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Have I'll we reserve. done all the characters? Um, Probably not. Yes. Yeah, like that's no, everyone. we've definitely done them all, yeah. Am I allowed to be negative about the characters yet? Yeah, go on. Literally, like, they could all be condensed into one character and it would only benefit the script. I think Kane was the most needed mm. character because she set the whole thing up. She's the villain, really. Yeah, she's the villain who... Didn't need a villain. No, you always need a villain. Because yeah. the point of the story is that you've... It's like exploitation for money. Yeah. And like She's making, making money the same out. mistakes. Absolutely. And if made. that idea was developed at all past being mentioned, I would totally like be, yes, it developed, like, yes, have that character. But the thing is, they set up all these side character plots and yeah. then didn't resolve any of them. No, like, yeah, there's true. no, there's no resolution to the mother daughter plot. There's not even a discussion about it. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, that'll that'll motivate some bombs. But also, it works fine without bombs. Uh, the the older couple have a really nice, sweet moment at the start. But apart from being there to hold Yaz's hand and give her something to do in the episode. That's it, isn't it? Everybody's... You know? yeah. everybody's so each character has got time for two moments, pretty yep. much. So... You know, with the with um the pair of old people, Benny and Vilma. Yep. Is it Vilma? I don't know. I feel anyway. like we're just going with it. Yeah. You <laughs> get um you get the little moment to start when they meet Yaz, I suppose. Then you get the moment where she loses Benny. Yep. Uh, I know. And I guess that and motivates also the, them. Also the necklace one. Where she gave yeah. the necklace away. So I guess yeah. three moments. Again, then. but it's just so underdeveloped and it's not a lasting point of the episode. Like the the money exploitation is not as lasting as say you are ruining this planet, no, no, but change the future. Very, it's very linked. It, it very much is. Yeah, if it was, if it, if if they did something with it, but it's not. I, I ju- it works well enough without it. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind and of. And I get, like I get the old couple is there to motivate them to leave the thing, but they could have been motivated to. Like I just. And it seemed a strange choice to take them. With them as well. It wasn't very doctor. Oh yeah, I yeah. literally was like, why? Are why are they why coming? Are you bringing this child along? Like, yeah, the child <laughs> came. But again, you know, so the child and the dad, they yeah. get, I they get two moments. So they get their their reconciliation at the end. Yeah. And they get when the child gets fed up and and storms out and, and storms off. Yeah. The good luck, dad. Kane, <laughs> Kane <laughs> and um and Trixabel get get the the reveal 
and yeah. then they get a sort of half moment at the end where they there's like a, a an implication that they might reconcile i suppose yeah if they don't you know die um hyphen doesn't Nothing. get any moments no. really. No. She, she gets zero. a death. she gets a compliment she gets that on funny, her shit tail. Funny line mm. at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. About how she doesn't, I guess, can do what they want and put things where they want. And her involvement <laughs> in the episode could <laughs> have ended there and would have <laughs> been fine. That. And I, th- I remember thinking, that's quite a rude sex <laughs> joke in Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this series is very horny. Is that what we're? It's very. It's it's up there in terms of like. <laughs> You look so serious. Because right now. It, like he looks, he looks concerned. Absolutely, he, the series twelve arc is kink shaming, and and that's that's, that's more established than any of the characters in this episode. So I I, I don't know. Can, can we have some? Can we have some extra examples? There's <laughs> been a lot of choking. <laughs> there has been <laughs> also the way the doctor's little legs were kicking when she oh! got uh, picked up. No one moves no like that. Sped up, <laughs> so sped up. It's great. Um. Yeah, but, but ju- just quickly before before we leave the characters, the engineer and the sun plot as well. Yeah, they have their two moments of reconciliation, mm. but they've not actually done enough to set up any oh, no. conflict there. No, yeah. and they're so crucial to the resolution mm-hmm. of the episode. But also, that resolution is so easily replaced with the doctor doing it. Yeah, you know, they, none of I, I. I I admire the ambition in being like, let's chuck some crazy characters in there. But the thing is... But it's an Sarangan conundrum, conundrum again. Of like, again, does you've it? You've already got a big cast and then you're putting like heaps of extra characters on who all need... So it's not something like um, The End of the World, right, for an example, that has yeah. that has loads of extra characters. Yeah. But they're not characters but that they're require... Set. They're arcs. part of the set. They're, they're part, part yeah. of the atmosphere. And they're, they're not part of the plot. And yeah. that it's not actually... Part and they of the actually themes like of the story. They try to give everybody in this episode character development. And that's the same thing they did in Saranga. Do you remember develop. in Saranga where they tried to give um, the uh, the the android a character arc? Yeah. And it's like we don't need that. And and in and in this one it was the same. It's like I'd have been fine with um, with James Buckley and the son being there. Yep. And not having character development at all. And just being like comic yeah. relief, that's cool. No, yeah. But it, it, if you're gonna try and do an arc, you've got to you've got to do it. And mm. they they must Edheim and Chris Chibnall must have known that there was not enough time. No, they yeah, must know that. that. They're the experienced issue. writers. This feeds into and there the were conspiracy. Lots of <laughs> it does feed into conspiracy. <laughs> there were lots of moments where, like right at the beginning, where I was like, this was not in any way needed. Uh, and then later on, I was like, oh wow, I wish we had more time here. Yeah, absolutely. To chance the the whole hyphen with the three conversation. I mean, yeah, that whole bit. um, I'd argue even one of the best bits is right at the beginning with the big squid. That was cool. That reminded me of something they'd do in like the the Capaldi era where Clara and the Doctor would be like coming off the back of an adventure. Yeah, kind of like girl, uh, the girl who died at the start of that when they're the... Yes, exactly. exactly I like it. I dig it. And uh, at the start of the caretaker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I want to know what planet Kane is from and what kind of aging process they have going on there. Not oh, yeah. Old enough to be, you're saying she's not old enough no. to be her mum? No. 100% no. Well, no. She, should we look it up? What? Let's do the, it. How old the actors yeah, are? Let's do it. Where's the mobile phone? Oh, my God. Get on it. I've already got the cast open. You don't need to worry, Connor. <laughs> okay. Laura Fraser. 
Who's is. That? She is Kane. Kane. She's 43 years old. Yeah. She looks there good we 43. Go. Um, and she's not got a Wikipedia page. Is she on? She's not even got an IMDb. Really? Was she not in an IMDb? How old do we think she she is? What in real life? Probably yeah. like late 20s. Yeah. Yeah, definitely too old to be the daughter of that woman, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But what we've I got to remember is that um Ryan is meant to be 19. Yeah, that's the that's the issue. Yeah. So if she's meant to be like Ryan's age, yeah. that works. Yeah. But she's clearly older. Mm. She's clearly like older than you and I. Yeah. I don't yeah. even have an issue with there being so many characters. Definitely they could have all been left at the start. They could have all been introduced as they were, like in episodes of End of the World, Hyphen could have had her introductory bit and that could have been the re- the end that we saw her and she would have been more well-served. Not everybody needs to be so present in the episode, yeah. especially mm. when you've got three companions that you're not giving anything to do. Absolutely. Yeah. But further to the point... Ju- just I did, I did really like the... Um, I like how Yaz is starting to take this kind of investigative role. She's getting the B-plots. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and give I, her more I, of that. And I like how... I love how wholesome... Ryan and Graham's relationship has become. Yeah. yeah. They no, just yeah. love each other. And I thought that would be... I thought once their relationship... The conflict in their relationship had been resolved at the end of Series 11, I thought, oh, well, where are we going to go with these characters now? Isn't it going to be yeah. boring? Yeah. But actually, it's kind of still nice no, to watch yeah, them interacting with each other. And it's like positive to, to see. And yeah. Also, you don't get that very often. With, no, yeah. with two male characters, no, exactly. no, um, especially of, of that generational divide, of that generational divide of different races. Yeah, like yeah you don't, you, don't yeah. See it very you know, often. it's not, it's, it's, it's nice. It's good. We love to see it. We love to see it. Yes, we okay. do. We, we do love to see and it. And uh, the the one thing I can't stand about Doctor Who or any uh, any TV criticism is when people try to rewrite the episode and they're like, oh, if this was this and this mm-hmm, is this. Mm-hmm. So I I don't want to fall into the trap of doing that. But I just think if they hadn't taken every character on with them. Mm-hmm. You could have easily condensed everybody's role and purpose yeah. throughout the episode into two characters, even if it was just the engineer and the son, or even if it was just the mum and the daughter. Have mm-hmm. one of them be mm-hmm. taken, mm-hmm. and that like you know th- yeah. everybody else works well enough as set pieces, and yeah. they don't yeah, have yeah. the time to develop that. And you could have even had like the, you know, say we can cond- condense it to just uh, Kane and and Trixabel. Yeah, because yeah, they, like, they were the ones who were making the point. Yeah, and then you yeah. have the it? daughter is... Like in the... Well, yeah, and it, but she's also maybe skilled as an engineer where the mum yeah. isn't. And no, you, so yeah. you fold Fo- the in-betweeners man plot yeah. into that. Okay. Yep. I get that, um, yeah. There's loads of things you could have done like that. I wanted to see Benny's messed up body. Anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, in my head, he was just like this dangling head and they were kicking around like a soccer ball. And I thought, <laughs> yeah... Give me, like, marry me. Well, I just wanted to know what... I think it was because it would have looked weird if they were holding him some sort of hostage. It's just so odd, isn't it? There's like, so many yeah, no, weird think looking. It's, I think this feeds you back into the conspiracy. Yes, what yes, is it does. What is conspiracy? Connor. <coughs> um, so the conspiracy mm-hmm. is that this episode that was transmitted is very, 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 very different from the script and what was shot yeah. My evidence to support this conspiracy <laughs> is Exhibit A, none of the plots seem fully developed and they all seem like they should have... Th- they all have bigger roles than, than, the dev- that, than the screen time gives them. Yeah. Okay. They all have bigger, you know, points to the episode, i.e. Um, 
uh, Bella being responsible for the takedown of the mm. hotel mm. Uh, d- defense right. systems. Yeah. Um, the kid being responsible and brilliant for um, you know saving the day at the end. Yeah. But none of their like screen time seemed to justify the level of importance no, yeah. that they have in the episode or the episode's resolution or the episode's Who's emotional core. Last one, I want to know. More Who evidence. Point fingers at? More <laughs> evi- no, 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 no fingers as yet. Um, <laughs> exhibit B. Okay. Is that there are a number of shots in the episode uh-huh. where Jodie's mouth is moving, <laughs> but no dialogue is coming out. There's a lot of a- there's a lot there of is clumsy ADR. a lot of clumsy and very obvious ADR. Okay. But I I I don't. Does it interrupt the podcast too much if I show Sarah the video no, for context? Let's do it. Is it like in the original uh, Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe film? Where As- the BBC one? Yeah, where Aslan uh, just moved his mouth like this, but then was having a conversation like I'm... I, can't, I mean, I can't explain it. What, how, how would you explain it's, how his mouth moves? I'll show you. <laughs> it just goes up, up and down. It's very much like that. It's <laughs> there's sound coming out at the wrong time. Anyway, okay. let's, let's see this. So here it is. Okay. This is have the you scene. Filmed this yourself? I have because oh I was like, I thought God. I saw it. Okay. Will you post this on Twitter, Colin? No, I, w- I don't want to. i got to no? support the brand. Okay. Oh, I'm a good you've fan. You've just been a bitch for the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I really liked bits of it. You're and when we get to talk about the bits that I like, I'll, I'll support that. Okay. I, think you should, okay. I think you should tweet this. Show okay. This. So this is Jodie saying three lines, but talking for about. Maybe three words, sorry, but talking for about two sentences. Oh, it's this one. Oh, <laughs> this is oh, podcast nice. gold, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, god. Oh, wow. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's yeah, quite bad. It's How thi- did you even spot that? I have a way bigger TV than you. I don't know. <laughs> you also have worse eyesight, though. I don't know. Yeah, so, so <laughs> my my hints Were you to support. It like no, no, I was far away. I, I was just like something's not up there. But because a, a lot of personal plots seem half developed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I just don't believe they would have gotten to that stage given okay. most of Jodie's era is so tight. Yeah. And most of tight. like even even I when it's boring, <laughs> it's t- sorry. Oh. Most of Jodie's era is so polished and choreographed. Okay. Even when some people might not find it interesting, it's it's very clear in the story that okay, they want yeah. to tell. And I just didn't yeah. feel like um, uh, Orphan Fifty Five had that kind of feel. But Connor, um, there who's are to production. Blame? Well, I don't know who's to blame. Who's I think runtimes are Who to are you blame. Blaming? I I think I don't think it's about runtime. I think it's I think it's they probably they there's probably a version of that episode that got got almost finished. And people watched it, you know, people in the production watched it and thought, this isn't working. And they went back and they made some changes to it and they made some changes to the script and they couldn't reshoot a lot of it. Yeah. So they had to do ADR. They had to, like, move the shots around and repurpose and recontextualize them. Even little things like at the end, which I don't want to talk about too much yet. I still want to hold on on that. But at the end, it cuts to the um, shot of the... Dreg is it called? Yeah, the Dreg, um, like howling. I think the name's very funny. <laughs> and and it feels very copy pasted in. Do you know what from I mean? Yeah, I feel yeah. like it. It could have been it a shot have been from, from earlier early in the, the, in the yeah. story. It okay. feels very plonked in. Mm. Um, yeah, little Fair. things like that. Okay. 
it just feels messy. And and yeah. I, obviously we'll talk about the end and, and I'm glad we will because I, <laughs> I, I do, I am quite such a positive person feels, about Doctor Who. But it feels Who. messy after a certain point. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, 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 totally the setup's great. really good. 15, 20 minutes, I was like, this is good. Yeah, this is yeah. absolutely. And, and then it's when lost hyphen its way. Was in, this is why Hyphen was still in this episode. Because at the beginning, when it was still okay, I was like, oh yeah, I get this. I get why she's in this. She's a cat squirrel lady thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally fine. And yeah. then they were like, oh, we can't cut that out. It's the only good bit. So. It's true. And I, and I really liked um, the stuff with Ryan getting infected with the weird like, oh, yeah. worm and thing. And that, that physicality Hopper. between Jodie and Tosin is gold. Yeah. And is like, absolute gold. It was very silly as well. Yeah. And very like a, like a really cool idea that it's a virus that infects computers and people. Yep. Yeah. Like, a, like a silly Doctor Who idea yeah. that worked really well. I loved like... The thumb sucking. The I, thumb sucking thing. It was set up really, really well. Even the setting itself, it, it looks stunning. Yeah. But also the concept of an orphan planet, I really dig. I think that's horrific and really quite sombre, but uh, it's a really great new addition yeah, to, yeah. to Doctor Who lore. And the fact that I love the symbolism that that so often I I, I know I'm I'm touching already on on the end and that, and that I'm, I'm gonna get slapped or something but the symbolism that that we so often try to distract ourselves from climate change and mm, from mm. from you know uh, real w- world life it's the same pe- like you know when yeah. people talk about Doctor Who as an escape from all of that and they don't want it to get too political which which we'll get into mm. but it's just so fitting that on yeah, they've yeah. literally built a resort and a spa on our corpses as a point of distraction as a point of literal escape mm. for yeah. the characters in the episode yet they're building it on the corpses of a civilization that that because of people ignoring the issues and because of people ignoring the urgency and wanting to escape they find themselves in that situation. So I love that. Really and cool ideas. Yeah, actually, I think um, you touched on earlier, I guess we're talking about the ending now. Okay. You, t- you touched on earlier um, about like how the sort of capitalism theme wasn't necessarily important or, or kind of developed enough for you, but I thought that was actually a really vital component of the environmentalism theme because yeah, really one of the main reasons we're killing the planet mm. is because we care too much about money mm-hmm. yeah. to stop yeah. loads of the major practices that we do. And it's the parent and child thing as well, like the school strikes thing, people like she disagreeing with her mom. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. She was doing things Yeah, true. It was way. like one generation and another. It yeah. was like, it actually all fed into that. And even when, even before they revealed it was Earth, when I when the, when they initially explained what an orphan planet was yeah. and that, oh, the ruling elite get to escape and then the, those who can't yeah. afford it yeah. have to stay. I was like, oh, well, this is a commentary on climate change. Yeah. And the fact that the people who've least contributed to climate change on planet Earth, i.e. Um, people in developing countries, yeah, um, are the people who are going to suffer and yeah. are suffering yeah, exactly. the most from climate change. And that I was like, oh, it's like an analog for that. And then obviously they go into reveal it's Earth, which is also fine. Like I accept that as part of the story. The reveal is almost identical to the reveal in Mysterious, Mysterious Planet, Planet though. <laughs> I dig uh, that. Which is funny. Like of all the things to nick. Um, <laughs> also, why uh, why wasn't the Russian translated? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, well, that's. Such I know. A, it's I mean, the TARDIS wasn't there. The, no, but the, usually the TARDIS doesn't need to be that close. I'm trying to think, but we've oh, seen I guess they teleport from yeah, the TARDIS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. 
True. There, it's enough mm. for me to be. Uh, but also, we we've seen so many we like languages visually, like it it happens so often in Doctor Who that they don't translate visually yeah. always. Yeah, true, 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 true. So that means yeah. that all of the aliens were speaking English and everything in the resort that was in English. So it was in England. So that's what we're saying. No, we're maybe that maybe. In the future, on planet, presumably they're yeah. like descendants of humans. Um, maybe, maybe we just all agree to speak English. What they're all descendants of humans, apart from the cat one. I thought and she was just, just in What creature dress. do you think she was? I thought she was just a furry. <laughs> <laughs> but also because the doctor mentions like her tail, like it's it just it feels like it's like go you, you know, have have well, a she's go. She's just a furry. This. <laughs> Furthers my point about series of twelves. Your passion is making the Sorry. microphone peak. This furthers my point about series twelves' intense kink. Look, I want to make it clear wow. to everybody at home that uh, we understand that furries are not necessarily purely sexual in their. <laughs> really? No, furries not always sexual. Educate yourself. I Come might. On. Need, I d- Come on now. Sometimes it is, but sometimes okay. it's just, um, I don't know what it is, if it's not it's sexual. It's just strange, People like it though, they? don't yeah. they? Yeah. You, you can't say that's strange. Well, surely that's worse than me. Yeah. Surely that's worse than me saying it's I'll tell you king. what was bad, actually. Speaking of things we're a bit offended by. Oh, yeah. It was a bit weird when um, Bradley Walsh said, I felt, I felt like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I thought, that's quite... I was a bit. I was oh, a bit like, yeah. oh, that's a bit jarring. I'm a bit guilty of that though. Every time I smell yeah, burnt I toast, I'm like, oh, well, who yeah, else smells yeah. burnt toast? So On Doctor fast. Who though, <laughs> I was a bit like, oh, that's like, it's like when you hear about someone talking about cancer flippantly. Yeah, it's like no, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it like it. sliced through the atmosphere. I was like, whoa, does it just does said stroke? Does Graham, having been a cancer survivor, give him no, a bit of a, a free stroke pass? survivor <laughs> that we know of? I mean. Yeah, but that we know of, like you may as well say that about anyone. Yeah, I'm reaching. You <laughs> said you said fairies are weird and strange. I said they and do I just said they were kinky. So I don't know who's more problematic here. They and do this, this is all thing probably that, gonna be um, I'm just letting them fight, fight you out. You've not seen com- uh, them at Comic Con where they all sort of lie on top of each other. You are digging to yourself to a them. hole. You've not seen that? I don't think that's sexual. I just think they're just doing their own strange little thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. I think I'm not saying very right. Just just to end this part of the conversation as quickly as possible, Fair. they do have implants from the ghost monument. So it is conceivable <laughs> it is conceivable that if we were to reach, they could still understand languages, but they may not be automatically because they they've got a translator. They've still got them. those implants, you think? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's a guy in Australia that's like got an oyster card implanted on his wrist, and it's expired, and he can't get it out. So, you know, I'd say that. What do you mean? Pretty what do you mean? <laughs> Off you topic, but in. he put the chip in his yeah. wrist so he could just contactless, like with his hand. But then they said so that's not it, a valid. Just do it at home. Yeah. And how does he put money on his oyster? Well, you just you put he it. just pops it on yeah. there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But it expired, and they wouldn't let. But it expired, <laughs> and they wouldn't let him renew the one in his hand. So now he's got a worthless oyster or Mikey chip reader in oh his hand. But you could just take out. it out, couldn't you? Well, I don't know. It might have gone. Have in you quite ever deep. removed an implant, Molly? No, but he's if he's just <laughs> done it with a like a scalpel, and he's just popped oh. it in there. This is assuming that that the implants that they got in Ghost Monument were chips. They could have been chemical. It could have been a chemical implant. 
Could have been, yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. yeah, we don't know anything about again, it, do we? We're spending a ridiculously amount of time trying to justify <laughs> the logistics of something that's just so we can understand the dialogue did in the episode. Did they unknowingly get the implants put in in Ghost Monument? I yes, like they, they did. did. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Could have been put through their nose while they were sleeping. I like those little tube. nose oxygen things they had. They were cool. Looked like those um, blackhead removers. Oh, they did look yeah, like those. They're what Beth an makes me wear. My, my friend at work who I had on the podcast last week, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, he was laughing at those uh, today. He was saying like, "Oh, it's like classic Doctor Who, like doing something really cheap." He's like, "Oh, yeah. the, the, cost, <laughs> the prop design is just going. Oh, well, that cost like four quid. Let's do it." <laughs> but actually, and he admitted this in the end. That makes it really clever. Because yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah. It, it kind of made sense. It it was the yeah. sort of technology you can imagine having, like it, and it was cheap. They yeah, look yeah, like the um the the snoring strips that Beth makes me oh, wear. Oh yeah, they do look. Oh, like do you those. have to wear one of them? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Congestion. Wet. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, wow. Where where were we? We, we were, were talking about, about the climate change. Can we talk about the dregs though? Yep. Go on. They're pretty ripped, weren't they? <laughs> Did <laughs> you have the hot for that? the dregs? No. They were, were you um, hot for the dregs? <laughs> so had the hot for the dregs. You know, she's blush, you, are you she's aware blushing, of the uh, term uh, a prawn or a shrimp? Someone with a really good body but a really gross head. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a drag for you? Well, that's a, that that's the male Oh, because you rip off the head of a the, shrimp before yeah, you yeah, eat it. Yeah, yeah, so you rip off the head of a drag before you eat So if a drag, like... Grew a beard because I know you like a beardy man, I as do. we discussed on the last <laughs> The dread grew a beard, maybe wore like a cool hat, pair of, pair of kind to be of honest, could probably fool me. Yeah, <laughs> a, pair, a, pair, a pair of kind of thick rimmed glasses. Yeah, yeah um, I'd be down. You'd be into that, wouldn't down you? To clown. Yeah, it's no. this is not an inconceivable mm. thing to me. No, the um, mouths were too ho- horrific. Also, oh, we never saw what they there, did. To people like they killed did them. they eat them did that yeah that was my main question what did they do to benny surely um, in this modern day and age where we have the shape of water existing yeah an attraction to the dregs is not inconceivable I no they're fairly human but if you do have an attraction to the dregs <laughs> you are in no position to be um <laughs> shaming any furries so <laughs> scalies you're I a found, scaly i found their bodies distracting like why did they need to be like that <laughs> when you say <laughs> like that, can you please explain? Also, what are they eating? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are oh, full-on paleo diet. They are toned as fuck. <laughs> They've got protein powder. They've mm, got like... Yeah. You know what? So many people buy like a massive tub of protein powder. Oh, yeah. And uh, with the intention of, of like... It would survive the nuclear uh, Yeah, and they, <laughs> <laughs> they never use it. And it would survive the nuclear I've got, I've like, got There's like bag. four people in my office with one <laughs> under their desk. No, I've never seen them dig into. Like, there's just one in my top yeah, cupboard. There's gonna be loads of them knocking yeah. about, and then the 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 dregs are bloody chowing yeah. down on that. They're working out in the in the wasteland. <laughs> Absolutely, there's like a dregs <laughs> CrossFit center yeah, yeah, yeah. where they're just like. 100%. The motion you did when you said working out then <laughs> proves to you you've never worked out. <laughs> I, I will What's have that? you know that I that I once went to the gym in 2000. 14 nice and i spent 25 minutes um on initially on a cross trainer machine and then okay. on a um rowing machine neither of the the rowing machines are really good because those. they work all parts of your body it was that's the good. only thing i remember from the i'm traumatized because i used to have really long hair and my hair got caught on my <gasps> pants and it was really embarrassing is that why you've got short hair now 
Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the rowing machine. Yeah, the rowing I, machine I, took I, my hair. I have a similar um, rowing machine related PTSD because I uh, once um, slipped off the rowing machine, but oh. my knees, my uh, knees, my feet were still tied on, and I was still rowing quite vigorously. <laughs> and it's if you can imagine the rowing machine, there's a big metal bar, so I had this ridiculous bruise right above my, like on my butt bone, from like your tailbone. My yeah. Yeah. Hexagon, um, and uh, where I'd landed, um, on on the middle, wow, beam no, of yeah, the rowing machine. I, that would have hurt. Um, so yeah, death traps. Ouch. Anyways, <laughs> so the drags. Um, why are they called nah. drags? That's well rude. <laughs> well, because well, because they're, because they're the, they're like the drags of humanity, right? Yeah, but it's like not a nice. I mean, no, of course not. But they're that, not but the drags because they, they outlive fucking no, but everybody. Been, but they've been labelled. No, they didn't outlive everybody. The elite left and have continued to be humans elsewhere oh, fuck right us. and then they've and they've almost in a racist way given them this dregs nickname because they're the dregs of humanity this is jumping on the assumption that people at the hotel are humans and are fully aware of what the dregs are which the episode kind of implies that they don't know what they are and that they're just locals yeah, to the planet this is also a long time since earth was at like a human yeah. Well, it also like, suggested like near the beginning that they, like, all look different. Like, I swear the one that breaks into the hotel, they're like, oh, it's a big one or like, it's a strong <laughs> one. Oh, yeah, they all look exactly I the swear, same. I swear they say something like that. I'm going to rewatch it to prove myself right. Um, but, yeah, then they go oh, outside and they're one. all, like, identical. It's true, yeah. Also, how did the doctor just... Oh, why was that one asleep? Why did... She oh, the plot needed so to be No, I, I <laughs> thought that was a cool scene. A really cool scene. Yeah. It was a good scene. And, but and that sets up the best part of the episode, which is that that um uh, uh excuse me? No, oh, it sets up the best part of the episode about um oh, the codependent yeah, yeah. ecosystem yeah, yeah. and oh, in how the, in, in that cage. in that scene they become representative yeah. of the codependency that we have mm-hmm. for our with planet trees. with trees, with all of nature, and really the, and the idea. compromises yeah. that need to be made. And, oh, there's so much that I love in this episode, and I just wish that it wasn't so messy that it distracts me from loving the bits that really deserve my love. Would you have sniffed it? The drag. Yeah. Would if you, you were going to die, I'd breath? have sniffed a drag. Yeah. Uh, but You'd have sniffed a drag, you horny bitch. <laughs> Do you do it? do you do promo like clips for <laughs> the podcast? Because if if you don't, can I suggest that you do? <laughs> because the viewing figures will peak when when people know that in this podcast is a line. I won't say it again. Okay. Um. So my Twix digesting. <laughs> so I will. I'm going to bring up something now that I saw on Twitter today. Um, okay. So Twitter user uh, Zinni Asbian, uh, I believe her name is Michelle. Can um, I see a picture? Uh, she doesn't have a uh, picture of herself as her picture. Yeah, but what so. is it? Oh, I know. Mich- what is that? It's an anime thing, I think. Oh, I've not seen this. Um, yeah, um, yeah, we were in a we were in a, a forum for like six years together. Yeah, she's great. She yeah. always posts loads of great, um, really good takes. Good takes, right? Yeah, so, including stuff. this one from today. Okay. Is it nitpicking to point out? That the be the best of humanity or end up a big grey monster, and the fact the dregs were the uh, were the left behind were left behind on Earth while the real culprits got to escape don't mesh. Oh yeah, 
like so so jody's saying well it's the same way that we're all like don't use a plastic straw get a keep cup when yeah. we're not going to do any this is not going to make a difference it because if billionaires keep getting jets all over the place then it's, it's not going to happen yeah but equally is the implication that like ryan and how elite are, are the people that have left so are oh ryan yeah, yaz and graham mean. privileged enough that they would that leave that they would get to leave Mapes. would they end up a big grey monster yeah exactly do they eat each other the way they the way they said it as well i feel like the when i feel like the doctor said something about like the few that managed to survive do you know what i mean it was like there was a a very small number getting up tardis with sorry can you repeat the point because i i i'm I'm gonna say it again because i for me the be the best of humanity is more aligned like in terms of not not about leaving or, or and I think that's where the the correlation gets a bit skewed because I don't read it as as be the best of humanities in don't leave the rest behind. I read it as no, no. be the best of humanity. I think Michelle reads it that way. Okay, okay. As well. So I maybe I misunderstood. I think the what she's saying is the implication at the end is if you don't save the planet, then you'll end up a grey monster. And that's not what's gonna happen to them. No, because I think that's a re- no. I think that's too simplified. To to, I don't think that's that. I but think she, that's but too the doctor cut. literally goes, or, and then it cuts to a, to a a drag. That was I really cringy. The, I think it's I more the the the, the, the just like, the the barrenness, and the the desperation of the planet, and that I uh, yeah uh-huh. I, I don't think it's as I don't think it's as clear. I don't think the point is as explicit as if you like you will become this i think it's more you must agree that the sort of socio-economic politics of it though are a bit muddy yeah no definitely because yeah we don't know this is the thing they should have explained more and also also so i read a a, a quite irritating screen rant article today as well (laughs) about how um uh, working hard in the office today um, <laughs> about how the the this episode changed the way time travel works in Doctor Who because it's never it's never usually presented as this um, is just one this is just one potential yeah. future but I mean <sighs> Doctor Who's relationship to its own law and specifically <laughs> its relationship to time time travel law bends so frequently it, it it's fully malleable to whatever the point of the script is and that's mm-hmm, the beauty mm-hmm. of the show it, doctor who law is whatever yeah, right. the episode needs doctor who law to be i mean for god's sakes think of um uh you know matt smith's the whole trends of law plot arc mm-hmm. they don't even mm-hmm. stick to the established history of yeah. its own characters True. let alone its True. own races True. i i i can justify it in what it wanted to do as an episode mm-hmm. and it has it has it has the the full right and and the full precedent to do that. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear this headline from um, thespool.net that just made me chuckle when I'm trying to research the dregs? Is it <laughs> is it anything to do with Orphan Fifty Five? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Orphan Fifty Five brings out the dregs of the show. Oh jeez. <laughs> they did not review That's it. It's a well. bit savage, isn't it? Yeah, no, um, I would it's say got that. some pretty bad reviews actually from the Guardian and the Telegraph as well. But a re- but um a really good one from the Guardian. I read as well, but I don't know. If classic, do classic Guardian. We'll just play both sides just Posting in case. two takes, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. in the final scene. Yes. 
um, Doctor Who goes a bit He-Man Masters of the Universe <laughs> and the Doctor turns to camera and goes, Dreadful. what have we learned this week, boys and girls? And tells everybody what we've learned. And we all go, yeah, we, kn- we know, Doctor. We just, wa- we just watched the story you were in. And what do we think about that ending? I, you know what? I've been unnecessarily mean to it there, but I know that it's the bit Connor likes because I'm trying to wind him up yeah, yeah, um, no, no. so that we can generate some uh, discussion. Like? Because um, I burst out laughing. One. I did. I burst out laughing because it was so cringe. No, I thought it was really, really... Um, I, I think the point was more powerful than the episode. And so while it's the bit that I loved, it also annoys me because I think it's so important. And it, I think it, it, I, I think it's a really powerful bit of television and mm. a really crucial bit of television. Um, and I don't mm. think that the mess of an episode earned it enough, even though I like everything about it. And in this way for me, and there's going to be a bear with me because it's a messy analogy to go with a messy episode, but this is such like a middle drawer in the kitchen episode where, you know, you, we've all got that drawer in our kitchen cabinet that is just like full of random stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you'll go into that drawer looking for a roll of sticky tape and you might be looking for about, you know, 20 minutes and there are random papers in there and there's like a spoon and a couple <coughs> of pensioners, you know, and, and there's it's just a mess. Pensioners? Yeah, 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 yeah. Benny. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so even though you find the point and you find the sticky tape, yeah. you don't walk away going, oh, yes, that was a successful trip to the drawer. You yeah. walk away thinking, I need to devote a weekend to sorting out that drawer. That's a bit messy. So while the episode yeah. in itself has a point and, and we get to it and I think we get to it in a really, really powerful way, I'm annoyed because even though I loved that everything, that revelation onwards, the fact that I like that I felt it was unearned just annoys me because I yeah. think it's a really powerful point of TV. There are two reasons that I think that... Um, in fact, I would have gone more on the nose. I would have actually had her turn to the camera and break the fourth wall, which might s- like, like I, you know, it's happened before, and I, 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 I think that, you know, they were already going for it. Why not? Why not? I just but don't agree. There are two okay. reasons why I think that that level of, or lack of subtlety works. Uh, number okay. one is because too often in in the real life, the 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 urgency yeah. and, uh, of climate change is not realized mm-hmm. um we you know we it doesn't let us es- the episode itself is explicit and it doesn't let us escape the reality of the situation and the urgency of the situation mm-hmm. because real life doesn't yeah um and i think that's important and mm-hmm. I, and i think that's really powerful for doctor who to say yeah we're being a bit in your face right now but yeah. Your news should be in your face about this, and it's not. And so, in that way, I think it's filling a really powerful void, yeah. and it's it's contributing to the conversation in a way that our media doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second thing but is, I, but I think it would do that without the the extended monologue. I think that actually it was a messy story, and the thing that was tidy about it. I know you and I pretty don't agree on this. Yeah, I think the tidiest thing about it. And the thing that was clearest to me was what the story was about, yeah. which yeah. is climate change and how it happens. And it would have been more powerful because they ended up back in the TARDIS and you were like, shit, like this is this has messed the companions up. Yeah, and which is great. Which I, Again, I really love. As a moment of drama and like realistically, 
drama affects people more than yeah. being told yeah, stuff definitely. affects people. And there's a moment of drama. If that was a quieter, heavier moment, yeah, heavier character moment, rather than, uh, uh, for all intents and purposes, look to camera. I know she didn't literally, but she virtually yeah. looked to the camera. Yeah. It would have actually left more of a lasting impression on the viewer. I think so. I, I, from our point of view, as being informed, twenty-something. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, people that are engaged in the crisis yeah. um, and engaged in critical thinking, absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Doctor Who targets a lot of people that are a lot younger than us. Yeah. It yeah, targets a lot of people that are a lot less engaged. Mm-hmm. And it, it has set itself a responsibility for the last, you know, almost six decades now to sure. bring, you know, points that... that um, uh, bring you know yeah. political discussions to light and the thing is we're coming at it from a place of we know exactly what's going on and mm-hmm. we can work out the subtleties but not everybody can it's not on everybody's radar yeah. and this is the thing that we forget because for us climate change is so there and it's such a pressing issue mm-hmm. the fact is for our governments and for for, for the, the huge amount of the population worldwide mm. They don't understand the seriousness of it, but also it's not on their radar. So I think that um, while, you know, not being that subtle is worth it in terms of, you know, filling the gap, it's also, I think we take how obvious it is for us for granted. Maybe we do. I don't know. Mm. And for kids, for kids wanting to, like, engaging in this conversation, it, it, it... the yeah. fact that it is explicitly explained, I think, is worth it because of the urgency of the message, but also because maybe it's not so clear because not everybody will sit down and rewatch this episode and figure out this episode. For some people, this is yeah. their only time. Yeah. Th- you know, they'll only watch it once. It, it's it, for some people, it's 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 not it's not quite background TV, but they won't engage with it to the point of what was the writer intending in this episode? Mm. What yeah. was it? So, I, I I think I, I think it's you. escapable, and I think maybe. We could have had a similar scene to the one we got, but I think it. I, I on, honestly, I think it's as simple as she talked for too long. I yeah, think it was, and it was just like it needed something that punchier. Was and it, cheesy. Maybe it well. needed the. I think the doctor was too nice about it. Almost. Yeah. Like the doctor, there's there's a tension at the moment between the companions and the doctor, and I love that. Yeah, I loved her little sarky. I'm fine. Wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So wouldn't it have been, um. Wouldn't it have been brilliant if the Doctor had just, like, snarked at them in some way? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because her, this is her on you. planet's Like, this is now. on you. And yeah, there was yeah. a perfect there was a perfect side of that. And I wonder yeah. how much of the fact that that didn't, ha- didn't happen was yeah. secrecy at the time. I mean, we know writers not knowing everything about yeah. the series of the thing. But no, I yeah. would have liked that. I also wonder if it wasn't extra jarring because of all the abandoned plots and, the like, the, the resolution to the actual you know, storyline of the episode is so quick and is so jarring. I wonder if the fact that we get that speech at a time mm. where we've just left two characters Yeah, true, and you're thinking and about, and, you know, wait, hang on, we, we've not resolved that Yeah, yet. so I wonder yeah. if the jarring comes less from the fact that the message was there and that the speech was there and more from the fact that there seems to be a lot else in this episode that wasn't finished. Yeah, yeah, There yeah, seems yeah. to be a lot of plot points that weren't really visited so i i for me that's that's where i can be like i love this message i love how it's presented yeah it has annoyed me because i'm distracted by it by the messiness of the actual episode yeah. also yeah. just returning to the whole like 
or you'll become a, a grey monster thing. <laughs> like, it was a, it's a bit cheap and it's a bit crass because yeah. that's not what's going to happen to us. No, yeah. That is that's not true. a thing that's going to happen to us at no. all. And that makes it into a bit of a... It also almost makes it akin to the end in a blink where it's like, watch out for the statues and maybe kids will take it that way. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, to an extent That's I think true. that I think whatever we think about that final speech that final shot of the drag is a bad choice yeah I think if anything it should have been a, a shot of the wasteland planet yeah yeah yeah. okay I'll buy that I, I, I agree Um, I still I think that I still think it's I feel I, I don't get the I don't think it was as um black and white as saying you will become a monster if you don't I think it was more this is this the, I I think it's more. Don't look at the monster. Look at the barrenness. Look at the. But if you're asking for audiences to, um, understand that grey area, mm. yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I can see the point. I didn't read it as that. I mm. I read it as, I I read it as pointing attention to not this is exactly what will happen, but more this is, this is yeah. an example but if, but of if the what function of it. Uh, if you said earlier, the function of it is to address people who are not capable of understanding. A more subtle version yep, of that. Fair point. Then it needs to be very, fair very point. clear. Yeah, yeah. It's difficult as well when it's followed up with "Cool Midwife," which is a show that subtly makes points every single episode. Like right, okay. every single. I've never plot seen point. "Cool the Midwife." You are missing out. Yeah, every single yeah. plot point. I is watched making Love a Island story. after Doctor Who instead. I, I literally was about to say, "Who followed it up <laughs> with a bit of a winter Love Island?" <laughs> but, but again, Sarah, like Love, uh, Love Island, "Cool the Midwife" is not the audience that Doctor Who looks at. So they can no, get yeah, away yeah. with more subtlety because they're talking to a more adult audience yeah. that that can engage with an historical drama about midwives. <laughs> Doctor Who is not that. Doctor Who... Yeah, you I'd know. be interested to know how many... Because it's weird, like, what kids watch. Yeah. Like, the amount of kids that watch, like, Strictly. I'm like, d- how do you even... Uh, my ten-year-old my, uh, sister absolutely loves Strictly. Yeah. I, f- I personally find it weird that anybody enjoys Strictly, <laughs> but because because it's quite boring, yeah. and also when when else are the general public interested in ballroom dancing? Yeah, exactly. Like it's, I, I get X Factor because yeah. the general public Listen like music. pop music. Yeah, uh, ballroom dancing is not an otherwise enjoyed <laughs> thing. So what? So where's <laughs> that? Where? Why are they suddenly interested when Strictly comes along? It's yeah. very, very strange. I'd be interested to know how many kids watch Book Two now and whether it's gone up. Like it's hard to know. It's it's really difficult to know. I don't think they have access no. to those kind of stats, do they? No. Not unless, yeah, you'd have to like declare it somehow. No. GDP on nightmare. Have we got any final thoughts on um on Orphan Fifty Five? Um, hashtag release the airtime cut. Oh, because there are so many great ideas there. There is so much set up. And last time Edheim was on our screens, yeah, he bloody nailed he it. Nailed it. <laughs> Sarah doesn't think so. You don't like it? Takes your ID. Uh, no. Whether whether I think uh, I, I don't think you need to like it takes you away to get that it's it's a very different script. To to Orphan Fifty Five in the way that in the way that it's it's a far more intimate, choreographed. It mm. knows exactly what it wants to say and says it. Orphan Fifty Five introduces a lot of ideas and a lot of messages that it says it wants to say, and and it just doesn't have that 
clarity. Yeah. In in any aspect of its it, execution, it's it, messy. It makes me wonder what the system is these days for making the stories happen. So, like, it used to be that the showrunner would give the writers briefs and then they just go off and write something. So, you know, um, Did they R- say Russell like would say, like, I want Pompeii. Yeah. You know, the eruption of the volcano. Mm-hmm. And then they would do it. And so this feels like uh, Chris Chibnall's gone, okay, I want uh, a story about about Earth in the future. It's decimated and it's a and it's a allegory about climate change. I yeah. don't know what the thing was with it takes you away. I don't know what the the <laughs> the ten the second pitch for that great. is, really. Yeah. Um But the the other thing just But it feels like know, a very Chris Chibnall brief, doesn't it, this? Yeah. Yeah, what what also is weird is do you remember all those production photos of a whole other monster subplot from It Takes You Away? Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they went to the they went to the the effort of building this like, horrific looking thing, and that the ho- whole another you know subplot that there. So could it be mm. that that maybe Ed, who I think has some really has incredible some ideas, ideas and 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 can write some really intimate and hard-hitting stuff if it if it's just when it comes to realizing them and putting that in a in a 55 minute or an hour thing if if it comes to the fact that the ideas are too ambitious for the actual yeah, episode and, and last well, why and are the, like no offense but why are you getting another chance well well because it last time because mistake. it was so good and that's why you have script editors there i mean last time maybe it was a case of okay there's this whole bit that we can chop very cleanly and this time, that wasn't as easy. Do you know what I mean? Okay, and maybe this time it shows. In, this time it shows. Interestingly, Last time it didn't show. Nina Mativier, who, who yes. is writing next week's episode, oh. script that. edited, It Takes You Away. And The Woman okay. Who Fell well. the Earth. But significantly for this conversation, yeah. It Takes You Away. So yeah. she's done that. She knows how you can cut something around. out of an episode yeah, and yeah, have yeah. no one realise it. We only realise yeah. it because that photo was leaked. Exactly. We Whereas Orphan yeah. 55, it seems very clearly like there are bits of this story whether it be via production errors or uh, narrative importance something feels off absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. there's um, large chunks missing that's you know and it's a pity because there's some i really love a lot of all 55 and i cannot wait to rewatch it i can i I, i'm very much looking forward to rewatching it under a, a you know a different viewpoint of being like let's Let's focus not so much on what is this episode turning into, but yeah. what it did turn into. And I always find that's a benefit with Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think I think I will enjoy it a lot more the second time I watch it, and I'm yeah. very excited to because I'm coming from a point of yeah, this is what the story was trying to tell. Let's yeah. jump into it. Um, yeah. Any closing thoughts, Sarah G? It's fine. Good. <laughs> uh, where can people find you on Twitter, Sarah? Uh, at Sarah underscore Carnan. Where can people find you on Twitter, Connor Johnston? Um, at CF Johnston seventeen. Great. Is that how old you are? It's <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter at uh, Galactic Yo Yo Pod. You can find me on Twitter at Molly underscore Martian. And actually, the show that I kept telling you about last year is happening again yes. in February in uh, Central London this time in Waterloo. It's so good. Thank you, folks. That's very it. kind. It's happening on the 29th of February uh, and the 1st of March. Buy um, your tickets. Buy your tickets. I'll put a link in the description. Um, 
And you can email us at galaxyopod at gmail.com. And we'll, I'll see you next week. Uh, I'm not sure who, uh, which friend is joining me next week, but I'll have another friend joining me to discuss... The cur- is it called The Curious Case of Nikola Tesla? It is mm. the best Doctor Who title called? that's ever been. It's uh, Nicholas Te- Nikola Tesla's Night, of, Night terror. of Terror. Yeah, Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror. I am so excited, I'm but pumped. also I'm so nervous because no episode can be as good as that title. <laughs> See you then, folks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Say bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, bye. Thank you for having us. <laughs>